1: or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com tapiphone iPhone. On DAB Digital Radio and 1089 and 1053, A.M. Fight Night with Adam Catterall on tour. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Welcome to Fight Night, I'm Adam Catterall, this is Talk Sport, it's a pleasure once again to be in your company, lots coming up on the show tonight as we pick through the bones of the Fight Week, one man that's been all over Fight Week, sticking microphones in various people's faces, which you may have seen on our social media feed, he's my good friend from the Fight Disciples podcast, which got name checked left, right and centre at the Liverpool press conference, (laughs) mainly because he is the Mayor of Liverpool, it is Nick Pete. how are you mate? Good evening sir, very well. Mm. A lot going on. Uh, So let's get straight into the top three stories uh, of the Fighting Week. And there's a little twist this week. You'll like this, Nick, being the former editor of uh, Fighters Only magazine. I'm not just doing boxing, you see, Mm -hmm. because there's picograms everywhere. Let's get stuck in. Here's your top three. (laughs) Now then, number one is... From the world of mixed martial arts, UFC to be specific. Over the Christmas period, we had UFC 232. Leading up to it, John Jones failed his third PED test. Guess what? He's just failed his fourth. However, we were told before Christmas that this was a possibility, and therefore we shouldn't be that surprised. Jog on. I'm not buying this absolute <laughs> nonsense. All the things that I'm hearing from Jeff Nowitzki and Usada and the lovely people at the UFC. Is absolute baloney because it's based on a theory. There's no other people that have, that this is happening to. This terinabol that he is taking in 2017 that is allegedly pulsing in his system and making him into some sort of mutant isn't true. <laughs> it's just feeding some agenda that everybody seems to be buying. Nick, you know a little bit more about this being an MMA man. Come on, back me up at least a little bit. I've got
2: to back you up a little bit. At the end of the day, there's trace amounts still in his system. The excuse is that it will always be in his system. For the next seven years, it will continue to pulse in his system, which means it might show up, it might not show The big excuse is that we are measuring now to a single picogram, and apparently that is too much of a measurement to accurately, because it will not enhance his performance so the story goes but listen I'm one of them me if you fail once fool us fail twice get out the sport this is fight sport this is not athletics it's not tennis it's not tiddlywinks it's fight sport and there's people's lives are in danger two failures for me you should be out of all fight sports
1: forever there you go there speaks the lord now let's move on to number two Last year wasn't the greatest for Billy Joe Saunders, let's be honest. I tipped him for great things uh, off the back of his wonderful win against David Lemieux. And last year was disastrous, losing uh, his belt, although not in the ring. Well, he's got another opportunity. The WBO have decided to mandate him as the number one challenger for Dimitris Andrade. Uh, it's the fight that should have originally happened for the belt. It, well, obviously, Billy went through his misdemeanours, lost the belt, Andrade picked it up, and now these boys are eventually going to get it on. Can Billy Joe Saunders reclaim world title glory? More than anything, I just want him to
2: reclaim a place in the hearts and minds of sports fans in the UK. Because right now, after the year he's just had, does anybody want him to win a game at anything? Mm. You know, that... The, He's become public enemy number one, but you know what? He's kind of replaced his old pal Tyson. If you remember when Tyson beat Klitschko, every, the whole country turned on him after a series of interviews, and yet now he's reborn as the darling of the nation. So if, if Tyson can do it, Billy Joe can do it, but you know what? He just needs to box. Forget about everything else. Turn off your social media and just do what you do best, and that's box.
1: Fingers crossed he can do it. Um, number three on the list this week... This is going to upset everybody that likes fight sports. It's happening. They keep meeting each other at basketball matches. Oh, Adam, please don't say it. And it's doing my head in. Mayweather, Pacquiao 2, put it in your diary. Between sometime in May through to September, these lads will be in the ring. I'm telling you now, it's going to happen again. I don't want it to. I don't want to see it again, but it's going to happen. And you know it's happening, Nicholas. You know.
2: Uh, part of me just died inside.
1: <laughs> part of everybody just died inside. The first time
2: this fight happened, it was five years too late. Mm. Now the
1: rematch is happening
2: nine years too late. Mm. We don't need to see it. We don't want to see it. But you know what? Oh,
1: I think you're right. Mm. I think we're going to see it. There you go. There's the big three stories this week from the world of fight sports. A couple of other things that have uh, just popped up onto my agenda this week. Joe uh, Joyce has got a lovely little knock against Bermain Stavane. It's on the undercard of the Eubank uh, Dig Gale card, which is live on TalkSport on February the 23rd. Good yep. test for him, that, actually. It's a good name. When I say good test, Stefan never takes any fight seriously anymore. No. So I imagine Joe Joyce would come through this and come through this handsomely, but it's a great name to have on his agenda.
2: It's a fantastic name, you know, and as you say, um, when you when you dig in, you realise that Stavane hasn't been very active at all. Um, but it's a, he's a huge threat, and it's a great way for Joe Joyce to really throw his name in the hat with the world title picture. A big performance against the Verne. Um I think he's got to be then, you know, thrown amongst the likes of Dillian White and people like that, or, you know, that that
1: tier below mm. the top three. Mm. Uh, you just mentioned Dillian White's name there. Now uh, he has been uh, the talk of the town this week, mainly because of your social media feed, my friend, um, going back and forth with Eddie Hearn. Then you decided to stick a microphone in his face to really grill him about the whole situation with Anthony Joshua uh, on April third. 13th um there's there's obviously three or maybe four people that are in the mix to fight anthony joshua whether it be in april or in june big baby miller's one of those people might happen over in the states but mm-hmm. dillian white seems from the rhetoric that i've heard this week seems to be the man that is in charge of his own destiny he's been given an opportunity and it's up to him whether he takes this or not yeah um, because a lot of people have been talking about purse splits and money involved and various things like that but he's been offered four million plus plus. Pounds this is in order to get into the ring, April thirteenth at Wembley Stadium with Anthony Joshua. And you spoke to Eddie Earn this week about this, haven't you? I have, yeah. Mm. At length, mm. at great length. Okay. Uh, well, let's have a listen to that first, and then we'll uh, we'll give you our thoughts off the back of that. So here's Eddie Earn with Nick this week in Liverpool, talking about
2: fights that uh, have been announced that you may be regretting. April, Wembley.
0: Are you, are you disappointed yeah. now you announced it before the Povetkin no, fight? No, Because you know it's part of the plan, and I always like to keep people up to speed with what we're doing. You know, sometimes. When you do that, you're open to giving people too much information, but the plan was always April 13th and we hope it's still the plan. If it's not, then we don't do a show on April 13th and we go elsewhere, which can happen. It might happen, um, but anything's capable of happening. You know, We could finish this interview and Fury could phone me up and go, go on then, you've got 60-40, let's do it, which is the split for the Wilder fight. So you know, if, he's, if he's got a 60-40 split for the Wilder fight, why not take a 60-40 split in the Joshua fight? But it's frustrating because, you know, and I think you, you know, the fight disciples guys have been responding to because when I see something and I just think, like, we get a bad rap or Joshua gets a bad rap. I know Joshua. Joshua will fight absolutely anyone, right? And I feel like he's making strong financial offers for these fights. But people, some are unrealistic and some don't actually really want it. And it's just. Every now and again, I'll bite because someone will say, oh, well, you know, they, they just... Well, what do you think? We don't want to fight anyone. I mean, he's had 22 fights. He's boxed Klitschko. He's already boxed Dillian White. He's boxed Takam. He's boxed Parker. He's boxed Povetkin. Do you think he's scared of Dillian White, who he's already fought, and Fury and Wilder? No. But it's like another... You, know, you talk about 60-40 to Wilder and Joshua, and then you say... A fan might say, well, just give him the money. That's like me going up to you saying, I've got a job for you, right, that you've worked for all your life. I'm going to give you 100 grand a year. But do you mind taking 70? Because Dave from Scunthorpe says, go on, mate, just take it. You go, no, I will not. When Joshua changed for the world heavyweight title, he got about a fifth of what the likes of, I don't know, Dillian White is being offered to change for the world heavyweight title now. He took that fight because he believed he could win the world heavyweight title and he could go on and become a major figure in the sport. So if Wilder, White and Fury think they can beat Joshua, surely there's an element of take the fight, mate, and become the, the god of the division. But I'm not sure, some of them do want the fight, and I'm not sure everybody does. I wouldn't want to fight this geezer. I mean, I know he has his flaws, but my God, he's got some speed and some power. He's going to hit you with shots you don't even see. So... It's frustrating. It is frustrating. And then, you know, you've got four guys. You've got Wilder, Fury, Wyatt and Miller. Right now, Wilder's not even... We're not even getting... I haven't had a response from the last five or six emails from Deontay Wilder. And and then he comes out and he says, well, they know what they want. We don't. No one's told us what you want. Tell me. We can only say no. You know, and then you can... I think you can scrub him off the list. So you've got the other three. So who's it going to be? Well, we're going to have to make a decision probably by the end of the weekend.
2: We had Frank on TalkSport this week. He was upset that the offer didn't come through to him. It went straight
0: to Tyson. Because it wasn't asked to go through him. That's why. So I send an offer to where I'm told to send an offer to. You know? I mean, if it should be sent to Frank Warren, then I should be told to send it to Frank Warren. I wasn't. So I don't know if Tyson Fury's got a contract with Frank Warren. I don't know if he's got a contract with BT. I was just told where to send an offer. You know? Um, But Tyson don't want to split. Tyson just wants the money. So I think he's been burned in the past on splits, not on our shows, I might add. And I think he just wants to know, just tell me how much it is, you know? But like I said, if he's getting 60-40 to fight Wilder in that split, why wouldn't he take 60-40 to fight Joshua? It's really frustrating. But, you know, we crack on, we played a long game, and I believe we have the best heavyweight in the world who's going to go on and prove it.
2: Is Tyson the dream phone call? Is that the one we want most? Oh, we want
0: that, yeah. I mean, I, we, we want Wilder because it's the undisputed, and that's legacy stuff, you know? But deep down think from my side probably from AJ's side and and from Tyson's side that's the one everyone looks at and goes that's the monster but I don't know if Wilder wants this fight Mm. I believe Fury does and I believe Fury wants this fight but it's just a case of doing the deal.
2: With Dillian going over to the US to speak to Mm. Al Heyman
0: is Mm -hmm. there is there a fear that AJ might get frozen out if those three kind of put their arms around each other? Because someone's going to take the fight it's too much money you know to sort of look at and say oh I'll now we'll team up, me and you, and go. Oh, are you going to turn all this down? You know, but it depends. If you don't want the fight, you can't make someone take the fight. You know. Um, but I spoke to Dillian last night. He's all right. It's, it's an awkward situation where, you know, you go, oh, you're on Anthony joshuas side. I'm like, mate, he's the champion. He's calling the shots, whether you like it or not. But understand this: you are getting a shot to be the absolute king of boxing, to win the world heavyweight title. So, one stage. People say, "Oh, Dillian White deserves his shot." So I want to give him that shot, but he's got to also feel that it's fair what he's getting. I think, I, I think it is, you know. But he don't, so we're not going to agree on that, and we move forward. And if he doesn't fight Joshua, he'll fight someone else.
1: Did you get any questions in? You can talk that <laughs> lad, can't you? Just the bit. He loves it, does Ed. Absolutely. Um, one thing that I will say about Eddie is that he never shies away from the conversation. And off the back of that, hopefully you've got a little bit more of a clearer view of uh, the landscape in the heavyweight division. We're going to pick the bones out of that next year on Fight Night. You're listening to Talk Sport. <laughs> Uh, music selection from uh, producer Matt's a little bit odd, isn't it? <laughs> is not it? jazz flute, is it? No, I think he got Kendrick Lamar's album for Christmas, and I think he just wants to play it all out on the show. <laughs> Uh, you're listening to Fight Night on Talk Sport. I'm Adam Catterall, Nick Pete alongside me as we pick the bones out of the world of fight sports this week. If you've just joined us, um, you've, just heard, well, you've just missed Eddie Hearn being on the show. Nick caught up with him in Liverpool this week and uh, posed all the big questions towards him. A lot of that conversation was around the heavyweights. So let's try and pick the bones out of this because Eddie tells us that there's four men in the position uh, to fight um, Anthony Joshua in April, right? Or maybe a little bit later on this year if it's Jarrell mm-hmm. Miller, okay? Yep. So April 13th is what we'll concentrate first, Wembley Stadium. Deontay Wilder, as he just said there, is not even answering his phone. Now, we'll, I'll address that in a minute because I don't blame Deontay Wilder for not answering his phone. I'll get to that in a moment or two. But he has said Dillian White has been offered £4 million plus to get in the ring with Anthony Joshua on that day. Now, loads of people will have their opinions on this, of how much money an Anthony Joshua fight makes, and therefore they'll start trying to work out percentage splits and all this type of stuff. My argument with this is, this would be a voluntary offer. It's not a mandatory offer. Mm -hmm. Even though he's number one with the WBO, Dillian White, and number one with the WBC, he's not been called for anything yet. He's not entitled to any purse splits of any note at this moment in time. Now, those... Monetary offers might come in a year from now. might even come in 18 months from now. He's been number one with the WBC for God knows how long. It might never come at all. Right. So he has a choice to make. He either takes that now and fights for three of the major belts in April Mm -hmm. for four million quid, hopes that he knocks Anthony Joshua out and becomes king of the tree and earns a a, a ton of money in in the future. Or, if it's a money-driven decision, he bides his time, he waits... He prays that the WBO call for him to fight Anthony Joshua and he gets a better split, a 70-30 split as uh, as their rules. But that might come in a year, 18 months, two years' time. He'll be sat on the sidelines for such a long period of time because he's not going to get another voluntary opportunity you would think. Mm-hmm. I think he snaps his hand off. If you've been offered that amount of money to fight Anthony Joshua in April, I think Dillian White should snap his hand off.
2: Yeah, It's tough because you, know, you, you look at it and you think... Anthony Joshua needs dance partners. He can't fill Wembley Stadium on his own against the TBA anymore. You know, he needs he needs opponents, certainly after a while. The Fury went down in December. Five fans demand to see Anthony Joshua. Okay, we've seen what they can do. Let's see what you can do. I think right now, other than those two, Dillian White's the only fight that makes sense. So Dillian White has got a little bit of strength here, I believe. His management team are doing the right thing and kind of, you know, not committing too early because... At the end of the day, you know, this this, this fight, with the, with the amount of tickets it'll sell, with the, the pay-per-view and everything, what's it going to generate? 50 million or whatever? So, you're you, you talking about Dillian White taking a small percentage of that and Anthony Joshua taking a huge percentage. Now, you're right. You know, he's the champion and he is selecting this opponent. And as Tony Bellew tweeted this week, he can't and said, listen, the money I got for the David Haye first fight was very very small compared to what David Haye got, but I gambled on me. I gambled on me beating right. David Haye and getting the rematch. Right. However... This is all already a rematch and Anthony Joshua hasn't been out of the ring for the last couple of years and there's a big question mark over his head. We know when Anthony Joshua is at the peak of his powers mm. or potentially getting even better. So for Dillian White, it's a, it's a completely different situation in terms yeah. of where, where AJ the is compared is so, to
1: where Hay was. The Tony Bellew comparison, I get what Tony's saying and I, and I, and I agree with him to some extent, but using the Tony Bellew analogy with... Deontay Wilder, for me, doesn't work because Deontay Wilder's a champion in his own right. He's got Mm -hmm. the WBC belt, so therefore he's entitled to X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. Whereas Tony at that time with David Hare, there was no championships on the line. The Dillian White one's a little bit closer, I would say, because Dillian's not a champion at the moment, but he is a number one contender. And he does have another opportunity if he wishes to wait. That's That's the thing. For me, it comes down to whether he... He wants to be called as a monetary challenger to get a better purse split because I'm, I'm assuming that that's the reason why it, it's a dilly dally on this. But
2: will that ever happen? As you say, he's been number one contender for WBC for the last two years and they haven't called it once. It's a gamble. In fact, they've just mandated Tyson Fury to fight Deontay Wilder And he's not even in the top three. Exactly. So (laughs) WBC, well, as we know on this show from doing it so often, most of these governing bodies make it up as they go along. They make it up to suit themselves. So Dillian White may never get called for the WBC even though he's the number one contender. And the WBO might go exactly the same route because we know the WBO loves Alexander Usyk. But if Usyk makes his way into the heavyweight division, what's stopping him having one fight and then suddenly being mandated? Well, the to rules,
1: show? the the WBO rules, is that if you are a champion of a WBO champion at one weight class and you move up in weight, you automatically become the mandatory challenger in the in the weight class above. Ends. That's why if you look at the likes of Lomachenko and the likes of Crawford, they're always WBO champion because yeah. when they step up in weight, they're given a shot at the belt straight away. Alexander Usyk is the former WBO cruiserweight. Well, he's current. He hasn't stepped out yet, yeah. has he? He's the WBO cruiserweight champion. We think he's coming up. When he does come up, he'll automatically be a mandatory for the heavyweight uh, version of that go. belt. So, so, now,
2: so now Dillian's out of that one as well. Mm. So it's a big, it's a big conversation that Dillian needs to have here. And you know, I was speaking, mentioned it to Eddie as well, and he, he said there that Dillian, unfortunately, is his number two heavyweight, and I get that as well because CJ is the, the champion. Yeah. But for Dillian to become number one heavyweight and number one priority on Eddie Hearn's list, he has to beat Anthony Joshua, mm. and maybe that means taking. Four or five million quid this time around in April and gambling on himself. Can we just
1: point out, for those that are just listening to this that have never been to FA Cup matches today that are on the way home and we're talking four or five million quid and we're saying that it's not a good offer. Yes, it is. It's a good <laughs> offer. It's great money. It's fantastic money. I personally would take it. In the situation that Dillian finds himself in at this moment in time, I'd gamble on myself. Yes. If I was him. If I was him. Yeah. Now... Let's address the other two, right? Because they're the, with all due respect to Dillian, they're the bigger two, uh, yeah. Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder. We think that those two are going at it themselves together in a rematch uh, sometime in the summer because, as you just said, the WBC have mandated that. Deontay Wilder's not returning Eddie Hearn's calls. This is an ego thing, right? Because back in September, there was an opportunity for that fight to be made, for Deontay Wilder and Anthony Joshua to get in the ring together. Now, we know that. million were on the table for Deontay Wilder. 12 million quid, that works out. Eddie's confirmed that. That's what he was offered. But if you look at that particular fight regarding, let's say if it happens in the UK, the pay-per-view numbers, if it happens in the States, it'll do massive pay-per-view numbers because they'll probably make it pay-per-view here in the UK as well. Mm -hmm. It'd do big numbers if it was in a stadium. It'd it'd generate a lot of money, all right? Mm. Now, where does $12 million... come into the purse splits. I've done a little bit of working out, and that probably came out in between 30 and 35%, all right, is where it probably came in at. Is that what he's worth in this particular fight, 30%, 35%? I personally think he's worth... Worth more. Yeah, I think he's worth not a massive amount more. I still think AJ's the air side, but he's definitely a 60-40 split, in my opinion. Back in September, that's when 60-40 should have been made should treated him maybe with a little bit more respect. I don't know where where Deontay Wilder feels at this moment, but that's the message that I'm getting from this negotiation period now. Yeah. He feels that he wasn't treated with the respect back then, so he's just gone, well, I've just had a fight with Fury, and now everybody's talking about me and Fury. They ain't talking about Anthony Joshua, so you. go on, you clear off. Me and Fury will carry on doing what we're doing. We're going to freeze you out. Maybe that's where this is at at this moment in time from uh, Deontay Wilder's point of view.
2: Yeah, I think part of that as well was um, you know Dillian White going over to the U.S. to speak to American management this week as well because he sees that they could well get fr- you know they could both be frozen out if 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 Fury wins the rematch, which we expect him to do because we all know he won the first fight. Mm. So if he wins the rematch against Deontay Wilder um, on points, you better believe that there will be a third fight, there'll be a trilogy fight, which basically writes off the next eighteen months. Mm. So Anthony Joshua as still his legacy now will be defined by. Of this, of this era of whether he can beat Deontay Wilder and Tyson Of Fury. course, yeah. But right now, for the next 18 months, he potentially isn't going to face either of them, mm. which is terrible to think of as fight fans. But this is the situation we find ourselves in politically. And it, and you're right, it goes back to the fact that they tried to lowball Deontay Wilder last year. And then Deontay Wilder, when he fought Fury... Those two guys certainly in America have shot way above Anthony Joshua in terms of the public eye and their profile. And now the pressure's on Anthony Joshua to break into that. So they've got he, Anthony Joshua has gone from being the guy at the king of the hill with all these guys looking up to him, now kind of like looking in on, looking out of the fishbowl, kind of saying, "Can I, can I come and play with you guys?" And and these and they're kind of freezing them out for a reason mm. because of the way he treated them. So the only, the only thing that's going to break this is, as we all know, Tyson Fury because. Tyson will just take a fight because he's a fighting man. Well, and that's what Eddie was alluding to yesterday when yes. he, uh, in Liverpool this week when he was saying, I said, you know, if any phone call came in, which is the one? And he was like, Tyson Fury. Yeah. Tyson Fury's the fight everyone wants to see. Everybody in this country wants AJ, Tyson Fury. And Eddie uh, said to me, that's the fight I
1: want to make more than anything. But, and that's the call I want. But if you're advising Tyson Fury, if I'm advising him now, I say, listen, Tyson. Frank Warren. Right, Frank is, yeah. Right, so Frank's advisor, but if I'm just saying from my point of view, I can't speak for Frank, I'll speak for me. So if I'm his advisor now, I say, listen, Tyson, do me a favour, go and do the rematch with Wilder. Go and get that belt, and then we're talking 50-50, son. Yes. Then we're in the mix. We're making... It's, a, it's an even playing field as far as I'm concerned. If he becomes a WBC WB, champion, yeah. that's what I would do, and then make the AJ fight for later on this year, if he can.
2: Yeah. But well then, in, 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 th- in reality then, why is Deontay Wilder not 50-50? Because he's, a WBC, he's the WBC undefeated champion... You know,
1: Mate, if you want the fight, make you, you make the fight. You're in charge. You've got the belts. If you want to make the fight, make the fight. This is what Lennox Lewis has been talking about all week
2: as well on his social media himself. He's like, I'm not attacking Anthony Joshua. And what I'm saying is Anthony Joshua needs to silence the people around him and say, listen, this is my career, my legacy. I'm at the peak of my powers. I don't want to wait 18 months. Give him what he wants because I want that belt. Because once... AJ picks up the WBC belt. It's historical. Then it's not about splits anymore. Then it's about everyone with a begging bowl coming to him and him throwing bits of rice out to whoever he wants. (laughs) Once he gets that WBC belt, he is the man. And then he can dictate everything he wants on any continent. But until he gets there, there's always that question mark. Mm. Until he gets there, even in this country now, Ask most fight fans walking down the street who the best who the best heavyweight in the world is, and I guarantee the majority say Tyson Fury on the strength of what happened in December. Ask them mm. the week of that fight. Mm. Categorically, 100% of people say Anthony Joshua. Mm. It's
1: changed. On DAB Digital Radio and 1089 and 1053 AM, Fight Night with Adam Catterall on Talk Sport listen to Fight Night on TalkSport I hope you are well it's uh, me Adam Castle Nick P and we are joined by a man uh, that was uh, singing, dancing in North London last night for the
2: smile on his face. <laughs> yeah, mate.
1: I'm telling you, it's one and only Mr Million Dollar Crawler. We're going to be hearing from uh, Barry from Barnsley off Twitter a little bit later <laughs> on as well. <laughs> when we actually talk about bike sports. But we might as well start talking about footy, mate. Yeah, uh, why not? Your boy's laughing, isn't he?
3: Ollie's the boy. Yes, Ollie's at the wheel. No, happy days. Um, eight, eight on the bounce now. Mmm. Just... Total different mood. What was it like in North London finals? last night? Was
1: it, uh, it a good absolutely good place bouncing, to be? Absolutely yeah. bouncing,
3: absolutely bouncing. It was worth getting in a few hours ago <laughs> to um, <laughs> to be here with you guys. But no, yeah, it's um, no good times like you say. Last few years, been um, they've been difficult, not been the best football. But yeah, it's it's almost like the Fergie football that we've missed since he's gone. And um, it's no, well after it? days, after days.
1: Weird, it's the same yes. players, same lads, mm. and it's just like he's just gone boys.
3: He's got on playing for him. That's yeah. like, I don't I don't listen, I don't agree with all of it where certain players stopped playing for the manager where I think you play for the club. But yeah, mm. he's um they're all happy to see him a
2: different team. Yeah,
3: I don't know about that.
2: Sanchez just looks like a different player. Lukaku looks like a completely different player. There's yeah. Yeah.
1: Lukaku were playing like Kaku last night <laughs> with some of their passes. <laughs> it can't
2: just be Solskjaer coming in and going, Oh, I love this guy. I want to play for him. I think there's an element of Let's get Mourinho out. He's alienated enough of us to just go, right, forget it, let's down tools. And as much as Solskjaer's coming and gone, right, okay get Sir Alex back into the dressing room everything else you know real we'll get that united spirit back but also the players are wait a minute um, listen I want he, to prove that I'm world he's, class he's he's well class as
1: well he's a liverpool yeah. fan oh, I'll give it, him a 10 year deal. he can't pay any compliments to man united here this is this is how you roll is it <laughs>
3: he's he's worried about coming all traffic that's, now. It. that's it, I it know is. that's where the then. title decider is now <laughs> well that's the big
1: one isn't it you're yeah. I mean, just saying there in the break yeah. you've got too you've got city and you've got liverpool at your gaff yes. you, you could have a big say in where this title goes
3: yeah, as Where do you want it to go? <laughs> oh, mate. I mean, that's not even a question. As much as it's like saying we'd rather have a dead arm or a dead leg, but <laughs> yeah, I'd rather it stay in Manchester. I think like every United fan. Oh, yeah? Wow. Oh, of course we, Without a every, doubt. Every without... United
1: fan that I speak to, it's always, listen, I'd rather City win it than And Liverpool.
3: anyone who says yeah. different isn't a United fan. <laughs> it's that simple, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Wow, okay. It's all, on the 23rd? It? it's all on
1: the 23rd, isn't it, really? It is, yeah, If you Absolutely. turn Man United over... I know. Well, could... that's it's...
2: that's when that Solskjaer bubble gets burst, let's is be it? honest. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I hope so.
1: <laughs> Don't rule them out as well, though. They're coming now, mate. 8-0. Mm. Was could you go on season? the
3: Champions League this year. <laughs> PSG in
1: a couple PSG, of weeks, is no, it?
3: it's a, tough one, wow. yeah, what a di- tough one, What
1: a
2: difference a couple of weeks can make, though, you mm. know, for, for United. It's just unbelievable, this mm. sunshine
3: effect. Is yeah. unbelievable. Is it the greatest record from a United manager I think in history? It is, yes. Start-wise, I think yeah. It is, but, you know, start-wise, yeah. Um, mm. like, you could just see it amongst the fans, and there was... I've never had this at Old Trafford over the years, but there was empty seats, there was becoming empty seats, and it became a chore. I was saying on the minibus back last night, it became a chore to go to the match now everyone's just excited to be for it, there yeah. again yeah, yeah
1: yeah and obviously yeah. there's loads of people who went when united are doing well they want to hang out We i know that you were hanging out with your good friend uh the moose uh, last night once again just uh just yes. chilling. yeah yeah
3: yeah me and the moose always good to catch up yeah
1: and uh and piers morgan i believe that you're uh, good pals we know
3: yeah me and piers were pretty tight <laughs> 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 no yeah i met him last night and um, well he was doing drive do last you know, night on talks boy he yeah the show yeah and um no, he was he was brilliant, and it was uh, it would have been nice to see him after after the result. <laughs> <laughs> he <laughs> but, disappeared. Uh, didn't? He, so he went missing. He asked me, do you know what He asked me who, who was the better team. Yeah. The United ninety nine team or the Invincibles. So obviously it was the ninety nine <laughs> team. Yeah. But then he also asked me, you were, um, who was the better goalkeeper, Peter Schmeichel or David Seaman? And David Seaman was sat across from me, <laughs> and and I thought, oh, what should I go in? And I remembered Peter Schmeichel went over to the dark side, so. It was you, David Teeman You was gave the it better him, you? goalkeeper. You gave it him. Yeah, David David, David Teeman was the better goalkeeper. <laughs> on
1: um on fight sports, seeing yes. as that, that's what you do for a living mate. <laughs> yeah. That's what a t- little yeah. bit. Yeah, seeing as that, that was this show is, everybody else deals yeah. with football. We'll get we'll we'll let them crack on with that. Um we, uh, we heard from the WBA this week that uh, the uh, the, purse, yes. the negotiation period is up and the purse bids will be, is it February the 4th? February the 4th, for, February uh, the 4th. For you versus uh, Vassil Lomachenko, which is obviously yes. sent uh, Barry into a meltdown on on Twitter, mate.
3: Yes, there's been a few more this week, a few <laughs> more Barry's, I think, on various accounts. But yeah, no, um, February the 4th, purse bids over in Panama. Um, I think it's, Bob Arum's given an interview out. Yeah. He'd like... Lomachenko to at first fight, the winner of Komni, Komni and Chanyev, which is next, yeah, February the 2nd. Yeah. yeah. So, listen, I think, you know, we, we know that, wouldn't be surprised if some kind of extension tried to go in, but obviously that's up to the WBA how they're going to deal with that. I do not know, but I'm hoping February the 4th. I will um, either have a date or I'll, I'll have a, a rough date. Yeah. Mm. And, um, by a rough day time, do you
2: mean he might have a next fight, but you'll kind of get a guarantee for to be the one after yes,
3: that? Or, yes, yeah. Um I think it's is it April 12th. Um, Aram's mentioned about Vasily Lomachenko fighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, if that's not allowed, and it goes to purse bids. I know um, Edda, he's keen to get it on maybe May time. And I think we'd uh, be traveling it I'd be pretty confident we'll be travelling.
1: Mate. You've earned the right to travel. I know that there's a lot Thank of um,
3: uh, fight fans.
1: And this is, from a selfish point of view, of course, they'll want to see you and Lomachenko in the UK. No question yes, about that. They'll, yeah, they'll, yeah, they'll, they'll want to do the arena in Manchester. Yeah. They'll, they'll, that's what they'll want. Yeah. But you've, with all due respect, you've done that. Yes. Now, yeah. for me, but with the career that you've had, there's an opportunity for a Madison yeah, Square Garden yeah. or, there's a, or there's an MGM or something like that. There's something something that you haven't yes, done. Definitely. There's something for you to be able to go and tick off.
3: Definitely, to fight at him at madison square garden would be real that'd be like say the Mecca box and i've been i've been there for cotto margarito too when i was in john murray's corner mm. and um that fight it was the, the atmosphere was just unbelievable and I'm, I'm sure if you've been you know that there's not a bad seat in that garden either mm-hmm. what an arena mm. so yeah if, if, if we could have a you know if we could pick a place then i think that'd probably be it to be mm. honest yeah would you pick the msg over vegas
2: because I
3: think there's also that yes, you know, naming doubt. lights on the strip in Vegas. Yeah, no, good point. But I would, I mean, I said boxed in Vegas, and it was only on the undercard at about three o'clock in the afternoon. But just because I've I've done that,
2: yeah,
3: I would go for um, New York. I would go for yeah, Madison Square Garden. Just just to say, I've done both without yeah, and the sound hi- and st- the history of the building, every, everything. Yeah, about it. Yeah, and all the greats that have been yes. there. You want
1: to be in that? You want to be in that mix?
3: Yeah. So like, hopefully that can happen and. We'll see what happens um, February the 4th, but I think that will probably be um, the location mm. if Eddie wins the purse bids, but like I say, we'll see. Mm. We'll in, see. in terms of a fight hand, is does is Lomachenko the ultimate Rubik's Cube? Is he the ultimate yes. test? Yeah, without a doubt, I think. Um, he, he brings some... He's preparing for Lomachenko, it's because I think so much of it is been taught very different. So it's not like... You're fighting or oh, a standard southpaw or even someone with a bit of a bag, of, he is a bag of tricks. So when you're preparing, he, he throws shots that you know you don't expect to come from all angles. So you've got to prepare, you're half guessing a little bit. If that 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 don't mean that to sound amateurish, but you're sort of half guessing what he could do. Do you get me where I'm yeah, saying yeah, that? Yeah. I like it. how we, um, how we use the feet and stuff like anything that, is yes. possible. of course, it's anything, yeah, yeah. yeah, is possible with him, just like anything is possible in boxing, yeah, and um. We're just trying to anticipate how we would go about doing that, how we'd go about doing that, and we have saw fighters have little bits of success. I thought Pedraza last time out give a really good he account did. of himself. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. And, um, but yeah, I think it would it would be the ultimate test. And in a lot of people, he seems the best fighter on the planet. I I've said I think before, but Crawford for me is number one at the minute. But you know, if, if we're talking a few years time, we might we might, um, my opinion might change. Mm. But um, he's an unbelievable talent, unbelievable fighter, unique. So, yeah, I think he is a Rubik's Cube is, is the greatest way to probably describe him. That, that Pedraza performance,
2: that was built on the fact that Pedraza almost, or he attempted to out Lomachenko, Lomachenko. Yeah, he did. Yes. He set the pace early, he dictated the rhythm. And, the his, later, yeah. and his lateral
1: and movement was banging. on. It was right,
2: phenomenal. Now. It was all about movement. And, you know, obviously from the outside in, is that what you and Joe spoke
3: about? It's like, right, okay, this is how we would approach it. This is how we need to build into it. Yeah, I think, you know, Lomachenko must be so used to people trying to, you know, just walk him down, rough him up. And because they're not a skillful, because there is probably no one skillful out there to do that to outthink him. Yeah. But I think you've got to sort of find the balance to you know when to rough him up and when you've got to think about it a little bit as well. And um, like say Padraza, I thought he he put in a great display. I thought um, Linares shown things how he moved his feet, which give Lomachenko you know a bit of trouble. Like, he could be cool. Lomachenko yeah, could be no cool. We've seen that. him hit the floor. Yeah, there's no there's no doubt. In that. That's what I mean. He can. Be, and that's my only thing when. You know, people go on, and so he's not invincible. No man's invincible, either. And um, well, he's been beaten. Yeah, he's, he's beaten, been beaten. That's the that really sort of thing. Yeah, whether he got hit low all night, and whethers of course. Of course yeah. You know, whether he still missed the weight purposely, which we think he did. You are feeling got cheated, but regardless, he got beaten. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, so that's it. But we'll like see, we'll see, and I'm, um, I'm really hopeful that it, um, that mm-hmm. it happens. And on weight. I wouldn't class him as a natural 140. I'd, I'd class no, him maybe no. as a
1: 135, even even less maybe. Yeah. That's, so therefore, size is probably on your side. That's, my, that opinion.
3: that's uh, my opinion. That's my opinion. I believe he's a super featherweight. Yeah. I believe he's a super featherweight, but his talent allows him to go up to the yeah, of course. I think he done an interview just recently saying he's going to stay at lightweight now. So I think he knows in his head, can't I'm, can't
0: not really a light yeah, I'm not yeah. really a
3: lightweight. I'm not really a lightweight. Just so I'm not suggesting anywhere near the skill level, but could you imagine, say, Lomachenko in with... Julius dongo Imagine the size difference. <laughs> yeah, It'd be scary. Mm-hmm. I know he's he's a very he's very big at the weight, but there's some big lads mm. that uh, well, one thought even Cano Cano last week, how big he looked yeah, be yeah, um, yeah. if you're But yeah, no, so i like I say I'll be watching those fights. You mentioned Padraje, who I think, I think it's a mad shame. He gets remembered for the Gavante Davis fight. He's a mm. class act. Yeah, mm. he is. He's a class act. Mm. And um so I'll be watching those kind of fights where so people have had success and obviously trying to take what I can from them. Mm. Uh, stick around, uh, because Anthony's sticking around for uh, a couple of months
1: or two. He's probably going to rub in that Man United victory again if you're an Arsenal fan. <laughs> I apologise for that. Um, and we, uh, we're going to continue talking to him about uh, boxing because it's an exciting time for him and British boxing as well. You listen to Fight Night on TalkSport. Uh, you listen to Fight Night on TalkSport. I'm Adam Cato Nick Pete, alongside me, Anthony Crawler, uh, in the studio with us. Um, in that last... Section that we we're just talking to you there. You you mentioned uh, Lenares, right? Now, obviously, we know that you've uh, had two knocks with him, two yep. fantastic knocks in uh, in Manchester. Enjoyed them thoroughly. Maybe you didn't as much as I did uh, because yeah, <laughs> <certainly> <laughs> okay. like <the> second one. <laughs> um, but last week he was in action, blown yes. away in the first round. I actually I know that you mentioned Kano and his and the size yeah. of Kano last week, but I was actually quite surprised that uh, Jorge was blown away so quickly. Uh,
3: I think everyone was. It was um, it was a huge upset. There's no two ways about that. But um, I saw someone, I think someone put it on Twitter, it was a good point, and as talented and as, as great as a fighter, Yogi is, that's not so unusual. It's happened before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, you've got to remember with, with Cano, he's, he's not like, although he's a big upset, he's been in the ring with some quality fighters, and he's only lost to top, top fighters. Mm. Do you know, um, Do you he's think- certainly not a journeyman, or whether he'd be classed as a gatekeeper. Yeah, show, but We've been in with bigger lads. We were speaking about weight, weren't we? Do you yes. Think- who again, maybe he should be stepping back down. Do you know why it's so hard to say? I, I expect him to come back down. yeah, nah, but why it's so hard to say was he got clipped in like the first thirty seconds and yeah. he never really recovered. no, probably held his feet a bit too long, got clipped again and Every critic kind cannot of jump. Well, you said that him. this
1: week, haven't you? That yeah. he, he tried to smash his way
3: out of the yes. situation. what like, yes. What is
2: he doing? That's, Why is yeah. he trying to swing his way out? Just it's, the round's gone. Yes. Get up. Just take the count. Go. Get up. Hold. Yeah. See through the round.
3: Dance around him. Start from round two. But instead, he starts yeah. patting his feet and swinging. <laughs> and I was it, like, what so, are you doing? Yeah. It's um, yeah. I, I thought the same. I thought Yogi's best when he's moving his feet. I, I think I know better than most when he's moving his feet. Of course. And it's hard to land in. His strength's not standing there trading with with a bigger guy. Well, no one's is. No one's is. But certainly um, not Yogi. So I was just, I was, I was, uh, I was just very surprised at that. But maybe he was, he was more hurt than what he thought he was. Yeah. And that's what getting it up top can do. Mm. And so and that
2: can happen to any fighter. Yeah, Get cold,
3: cold like that at the beginning of the round. That can
2: happen to anybody. But you just think someone with his experience yes, would be able to totally. to rational, put it in through his brain to go right. Okay, the round's gone. Let's just see this round through. Must we'll start from yeah. round two, but instead that he tries it. to fight his way out yeah. against a dangerous puncher. She's mm. very just unusual. Yeah. a crazy situation he found himself in. Mm. And we, we were talking about it earlier this week. Earlier this week, and we were saying about whether this Lomachenko effect has had any kind of impact on his career you know Lomachenko has been in with great world champions and made them all quit Yeah. now Linares didn't quit Linares went to the well with him, had a tough fight with him, you've got to think, did that take something out of Linares now, is he something a little bit less than he was before, I don't know will he continue his career, I don't know but he just looked like damaged goods now and that and that's a concern if you're around the whole Linares camp
1: mm. um Obviously, you've had two knocks with him. Yes. Great nights in Manchester. You've had many. Yep. This is a daft question. What's the yeah. great,
3: the greatest one? The greatest one. I think. I'd you know I'd say I'd say it's between two. And do you know what? In a way, a big win for me. You Not know the greatest night was um, the Gavin Rees win because I think that was the difference between whether me having to work part time, obviously getting a contract on it. the back of that. I, just had, I remember I had, that night. It yeah.
1: was it was a mad mad night. Yes. Because, uh, yeah, because going into the fight, Gavin Reese, for pe- people that don't know Gavin, Gavin Reese world title uh, champion and and contender with some of the very very best. He's but been he in just with fought some Adrian Broner. The time. you are
3: Talking a, a red hot Adrian Broner as right, well. Right,
1: exactly that. And going into that fight, he was the favourite.
3: Oh yeah, I was I was the opponent. I was in the, yeah. the away corner, even though it was he was in Bolton, which was uh, much nearer than um, Cardiff was for Gavin. And the performance, to put in a performance like that against him was one of those moments
1: where a lot of people went, hey, huh?
3: Yes, yeah, and that's what I think it was. And like I was saying then, Jesse was on the way, so missus was pregnant, and it was a bit like, we'll win this fight, I know there'll be a contract at the end of it, lose this fight, and I'm just sort of waiting, and Mm. will I be earning enough money to provide for a young family? No, I probably won't, so. That was that was one of my great nights. Even though it wasn't for a world title, and then the two winning the world title, obviously the second fight with Dalis Perez.
1: Talk to me about He's, that, right? Because because building up to the second the second fight, it was mad because you won the first fight. Let's yes. be straight, but you got a draw in the first fight. Okay, yes. now that all comes off the back of everything that happened um, yeah. outside of the ring, where you've obviously yeah. got yourself in a, a bit of bother with somebody. I'm gonna go at next door's house. Yes, everybody knows about this. You get. You know, you're in hospital with a broken ankle, you've been whacked over the head with blooming paving slab and what have you. And then people forget actually, because at that time you were due to have a world title fight. You were in, weren't yes. you? Yeah, yeah. Yes. That was yeah. for, you were in for January. January. And, and this all Abril. happened over
3: Christmas. Yes.
1: Yeah. So Each, you, you um, were fighting Abril in January for yeah. a world title. But then all this happened over the Christmas period and then the world title was off. That must have been a horrible situation for you because not knowing yeah. whether you are going to get another
3: shot. Come another shot, obviously, you work, You have the dream of becoming a world champion when first and you first turn professional and you get that shot. Mm. And then for it sort of to be took away from you like that. And obviously, because of the injuries, we're wondering whether I'm going to fight again. Mm. Never mind, you know. At the world getting, level. Yeah. That was, a, yeah, it was a horrible time. Horrible time, but I always remember at the time, you, you know, positive thinking... Plays a big part, I think, in anything you know, believing and you, you sit around dwelling on yourself, it's, it's not doing no one any favors, it's not doing yourself any favors, it's not doing the people around you any favors. Mm. So, I knew, like you say, I had to make up my mind I'm going to come back, and that's well, that's what I did. But then, to get a world title fight, first fight back, there was no yes, warm up, no people
1: forget that as well. That's There's no it. warm up, and a
3: lot of people was like, Oh, is it the right thing? and stuff like what But we've just talked about. I lost the world that I thought I might not never get another one. So to get it and to turn one down just wouldn't have been right. Mm. So that's why, you know, we went straight back in.
1: Mm. Straight back in. Straight back and in. And then, the, this is again, the narrative of that. You For me, you won the fight, but you ended up getting a draw. You must have been thinking, what have I got to <laughs> yeah. do, man? What, yeah. That six-month period there of luck going against you.
3: Yeah, you thought, when's, when's <laughs> luck going to change? And I remember it going from, like, the fight you know oh you got hit over the head of a concrete slab or oh, you got a finger by burglars So then everyone coming up at me going oh you got robbed of a world title did i was thinking I can't, <laughs> they've got to change this ending so but i knew i knew that the, there was a great chance of a rematch because everyone yeah i didn't see one person like think that i'd lost that fight mm-hmm. not even I, even like people who thought i want as bad of a robbery as what everyone says but i didn't see one person say they thought i lost the fight mm-hmm. so i thought there's a real good chance here that I'm going to get a rematch and then I knew I had to take that chance, which, thankfully, I did. Mate, what was, what's that moment like when they say I'm the new? I think mean, you see the picture sort of <laughs> after it. Where it looks like I'm crying, screaming. Loads of emotions rolled into one, but I um, I remember after it and Eddie saying to me, you'll never, ever get this night back. You know, this will always be your best night. And I was like, yeah, you know, it won't it won't get better than this. But then when I defended it against Barroso, and at the time, everyone had built Barroso up yeah. to be this One monster. Defeated, wasn't he? Yeah, beat he was. he just beat Kevin. Um And that was... That might have even been sweeter, do you know what I mean? Because you certain, stopped him yes. as well. Yeah. yeah, It was
2: better. And I, everything I was at both. To, yeah. I had, well, I was at all three. And, and the Perez was definitely was better, better. Yeah. Because Barroso, because... It felt like the first fight for Barroso of the world title. You've been on this amazing journey, and it was like, he deserves this chance. And then you got robbed. And then for the second fight, I was driving to Manchester thinking, he's got this, definitely. He won the first fight, he'll do it this time. So when your hand finally got raised, the bell got put around your waist, they were thinking, justice has been done. But then when Barroso rolled into town, I was travelling to the arena thinking, it's going to be a tough night. It's going to be a shot, yeah. It's going to be a tough
3: night. And that was it. And I remember watching him beat Kevin, I was ringside. And the amount of text I got, like, oof, forget him, swerve him, swerve him, and and it got my back up a bit, you know, yeah, ringside. Yeah. Dad, stop and, texting. Yeah, yeah, do you know, what I mean? <laughs> just just
2: have me back. And, do you know the
3: amount of text I got and like, and I was just, you know, like you you get this. And I thought, nah, no, I'm gonna, and I don't even know if it was he at the moment. I was like, it's already, and you know, you know, and I said, nah, I'm gonna beat him, and I'm gonna, I'll stop him. Yeah, and and I don't know, if it was just front or what or maybe it was but it just got my back up bad because the amount of people it was like mm. oh, I, swear being I knew he had no choice anyway so maybe i was <laughs> fronting it but um yeah no so that was that, like you said that then was the atmosphere night, yeah. and everything and the way it unfolded I, I, I think that was that was the best night of my career yeah. well hang on a minute we've got one more yet haven't we Madison
1: square garden maybe May yes
3: be? yes that's it that's so far so far and um to, to, like, say, to fight him, to fight him, Vasily Lomachenko, and I don't... I'm not trying sort of blow my own trumpet out like that, but I've not been handed this shot. Like, I've gone through the way of becoming a mandatory. Last time, I would be a good fighter in Dow Jordan. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what it is. Like, I'm a mandatory so I've earned the shot. I've not, like, won a raffle to mm-hmm. fight him mm-hmm. or a competition to fight him. A lot of people so, are talking like that, though, aren't I they? I know, which well, is bizarre. that's what I don't get. I don't get, but... Like you say, they're they're more like you kind of people Barry. like Barry, yeah, But like Barry <laughs> and they saying, oh, I want to see this. So and do you know what, I'm a boxing fan, so okay, what well, fight we want to see Garcia and Lomachenko, but it's not happening, and and you know it's not happening next anyway. Garcia's mm-hmm. gone up so I want to see I want to see Garcia Lomachenko, but it's unlikely to happen anytime soon. So Lomachenko wants to win, he wants to win all four belts, and you know, Comedy Chaney have winner. Well, all right, I get that, but then. Who should he fight then? After that, you know, how many more people would be have have become mandatory mm, yeah, yeah. since losing to your gay? I beat Ricky, who's a classified Ricky Burns. I beat Dow Jordan, who was avoided, he was highly rated. Mm-hmm. So do you know We else? have we have
1: mandatories for a reason. Yeah, we exactly. have mandatories
3: for a reason. Mm. So it's just to um, me people are a bit like, well, well should should I wait around now? Should I wait around now and hope or to sort of all of a sudden try and go a different route or you know, just to, I don't get it. I can't really explain to them, but I suppose if you explain yourself to them people, you become as stupid as them, so, <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> that's
2: it. Is that the, do you allow yourself at this point, Anthony, to think about that and think, you know what, that's, that's the moment, this is me
3: walking to the ring and visualising oh, yeah.
2: this, are you, are you already doing that even though the fight hasn't yes, been made?
3: the fight hasn't been made, but you know, you can't help, but we all have dreams, don't we? Of course. You can't help, but dream it, and I've, yeah you know, I've, I've dreamt over, probably a few hundred times already, like beating him would be one of the biggest upsets in British boxing history. I don't think I'm over exaggerating there mm-hmm. to beat him. It'd be one of the biggest wins for a British fighter and it'll be would a that fight Would
2: the mic drop moments? Would that be the moment where you just go, that's me, take my gloves <laughs>
3: off, Madison Square Garden, no. just <laughs>
2: beat on yeah, He's greedy, he's like going for a rematch. I, I, greedy, yeah, I'd
3: probably give him a rematch. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, in Manchester though. That yeah. was, he's coming yeah. yeah. Have, the have the oncoming, have the oncoming, but yeah, no, that's... um. And to do that, and like say, and I'll, I'll go in there fully believing that I won't, I won't be going over there, and I promise you to, to think, oh, I'm sharing the ring with a legend or a future hall of famer. That will not be it. Do you know what I mean? I'll, I go over there believing, like say, no man's invincible, and mm-hmm. I believe I'll find a way. I believe that I, I can find a way to, to you know, to pull that upset off, and you win that, you'll be remembered forever. So that's motivation enough, without regardless of family, friends. You know, people who make the trip to see her That alone, to be remembered amongst British boxing forever and in that kind of win is, is enough motivation.
1: You'll take a few. There'll be a few going, won't there? There one you yeah. <laughs> Costs us a few quid, mate. We'll be there all week. Anyway, <laughs> uh, stick with us. You're listening to uh, Fight Night on TalkSport. Anthony's going to stick around. We'll continue the conversation because there's lots going on in the world of boxing. Don't call it a comeback. night on talk Sport. Uh, i'm adam cattle nick pete with me uh, and anthony crawler uh, in the studio um i think we should get your thoughts on a few things that's going on in the world of boxing seeing as that you're a student of the game mate yes um nick was sticking his microphone in uh, eddie earn's uh face this week that's not a euphemism he <laughs> was actually interviewing having a little bit of a chat about everything that's going on uh, and a lot of the conversation was about heavyweights uh, and where things are at at this moment in time how how are you looking at the heavyweight landscape. We, we witnessed Tyson Fury do something remarkable in, in December and put his name right in the mix with the likes of Deontay Wilder and Anthony yep. Joshua. Anthony Joshua is waiting for a knock in April, maybe, or maybe June or, or what have you. How do you think this should play out? What should be happening?
3: And what should be happening in um, an ideal world is there's some kind of round-robin tournament. I think sort of mm. everyone would agree with that. We all want to see Fury, Joshua... Joshua Wilder, yeah um, Wilder Fury again, even though I believe there's no doubt about Fury won that fight and won it well, but still, we'd pay to, to watch that again, wouldn't we? I yeah. think we thought, that's what surprised me most about that fight was not just Tyson's performance, but it was actually a really good heavyweight fight. Like, I thought if Tyson's going to do this, he's, he's going to pick and poke and all the yeah, the purest would yeah. yeah would appreciate what he's doing, but it was it was a great fight, wasn't it? I think mm. the WBC, I'm sure they'd just give it the fight of the year, but mm. I might be wrong there, but I'm Not sure it's yeah, just yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But then it's one of them I've always I was always, always had a bit of a soft spot for um, Louis Ortiz. I think he's a class act. I think and I'd like to see him in the mix with those lads again, and and just the lads coming through, Dillian White. Mm. We um, we want to see Dillian get his shot for sure. And good fights been made in the heavyweight division this exa- week, which I think exciting, we're going to move on to, aren't we, soon? But um, it's an exciting time in the heavyweight. Anyway. I think for the first time in, you know, a good number of years, mm. there's there's a lot of fights where you can see them. Like, for instance, with the, the Fury, the Joshua, the Wilder, you can make a case for each of them winning each fight.
2: Yeah.
3: And um, I think that's, that's it's been exciting it a while since times. the heavyweight division at the top has been yes, like that. Yes, as like that. Yeah, where there's, there's an argument who, who they think it's the best. Each one's got an argument to who they have as the best fighter in that yeah. division.
1: You were are having a conversation we had this week though about AJ getting in the mix now. Because while the and Fury have done it, yeah. looks like they're gonna go and do it again. AJ needs to fight one of those, doesn't he? Next. Well not Well, next, yeah, I suppose. He does, but you know, I'd like to add his take on why he thinks it hasn't quite happened
2: yet. Why why do you think AJ hasn't sat down with Ed? He's sat down with the you know, no doubt, dozen managers or yes, promoters yeah. or agents that sit around him and said, Listen, boys, I don't care what it takes, get me one of those two because he's still got the A card. If, yes. if Anthony Joshua wanted to make it happen, he could force a fight with Wilder or Fiori
3: simply by putting more money on yes. the table than both of them can have seen before. I, I think, me, and listen, I certainly don't think Anthony Joshua is avoiding either Deontay Wilder or mm. Tyson. Antares- I think he's got belief. That he's the best in the division and he does want to prove it. I think, for whatever reason, I reckon there's. <laughs> it comes down. I think there's no two is but It certainly comes down to business. Uh, promoters wanting to stage mm-hmm. the fight either on their channel or on their show. I mean, there's no doubt, and there's a there's a great offer that come through from the Wilder camp to Anthony Joshua to fight mm-hmm. to fight, Um yeah trying Joshua to fight Deontay Wilder. Joshua didn't take that offer, but they had their reasons for not taking it, whether there was, you know, in the contract, there was things they wasn't sure about. And we don't see all that. We yeah, just man. see that. And then now all of a sudden, Anthony Joshua's come under fire for the... He's been getting a little... I, I think you guys got to agree. There's, he's been getting a little bit of backlash. He's sort of... There's been a shift of support a little bit. Mm, definitely. And... But he's done but nothing right. Like, no, he's that. done nothing wrong, nothing been wrong for at all. Against Kin, he that's was fantastic. perfect King's one of the best fighters in the division. Mm. So it's it's unright. It's it's not right that he's getting that. Mm. Everyone, I think everyone's just frustratingly wants to see him in that's all it is. with Wilder mm. or Fury. And then, like I say, with Wilder and Fury having such a great fight, mm. it then puts sort of pressure on him even more. And I think Eddie says in the interview, you know, he's got a bit of a bee in his bonnet. And and I understand why, but I think that's going to be the difference where whether it comes i'm not saying it it is down to me where he thinks no you know what i'm willing to come to the table and we're willing to lower this whether because there's no doubting joshua does bring he brings the crowd and everything like that where he thinks you know what no i'll take a bit of this away i want these fights i want to shut these people up Mm. who are accusing me of ducking these fighters and um and that's that's the only way it's gonna happen isn't it and that's that's yeah that is the only way it's gonna happen that is the only way it's gonna happen Mm. and I don't, you know, you talk taught 50-50 splits and all this, but really, I don't think it's going to happen. I, th- I think Joshua's argument will be then, listen, 40% against me or 30% against me is more than a 50-50 against anyone else or anything in your favour.
2: Yeah.
3: I think it's just down to business, but, like, most boxing fans I don't care while about business few, do we no, don't we care don't about it. We just don't.
1: do it yeah.
3: but then, okay, to do it in to, Wetherspoon's
1: car park
2: what to, what's yeah. up with you
3: lads when it's ev- whenever do we talk about the
2: heavyweight division that's always the first conversation isn't it it's money 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 yeah. Now I guarantee we've just sp- pe- spent part of the show talking about Anthony Faison, fighting Lomachenko and he's excited about it, and he talks about it, and his pay has gone. Not once have you said to Joe or Eddie here. Not
3: once have you said how much you're getting paid. That's no, it. I can guarantee that. No, no, I promise you, I've not. Listen, I'm. I say it'll be a nice payday. It'll of be course. a career high payday, you know he said. But I've never once said to him, handing out and looking, what do you think I'll get? What do you think? I'll, and that's that's it. And I think, like you say, with with Joshua Fury, I think for that to happen some some egos are going to have to be put aside i don't know from that's whose it. camp yeah. like say i'm i'm not in those talks but there's obviously a few egos as well you know involved in it and that sort of got to be put aside and we we just want to see the fight and hopefully mm. it can happen so we can see who's the best who's the best out of the three of them that's what we want man that's what we want yeah. um there's a couple of other
1: little bits knocking about in the in the world of boxing. Obviously, you mentioned the uh, Dave Allen and Lucas Brown. We mentioned it right at the top great of the show. Fight. Those boys are having a little bit of a knock. We haven't got a date yet. Yes, might be Wembley if if if, if Wembley's well, on. Well, again, that
3: depends. <laughs> that depends on um, the next AJ fight, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Yes,
1: it is a decent, uh, it's a great heavyweight fight. Decent fight. That, and we've been speaking about David Price, haven't we? And yep. he would probably be. We talk about Round Robbins. He yeah. might be in a mix First with those course. two lads
3: course, I I think you can't help but love Price there. Uh, some, like say Dave Allen and all, they're very different. But you know, the winner of those pricey fights, the winner of those, and then you know, like you're only one or two big wins away from challenging. Yeah, yeah. For um, especially the heavyweight, like yeah, you're yeah. saying, yeah. And listen, we mentioned those three, those three we mentioned uh, fighting each other. That you know, that's what we all want to see. But then, would you begrudge Dillian White getting a shot? And and I think if AJ. It seems it's going to be either Miller or White, doesn't it? Yeah, that's yeah. you know, that's to be honest. It, it, it seems like it's going to be one of those two. And I think if AJ is going to Wembley, it probably does have to be White. You yeah. know, to to get a lot of people off his back. Will it still sell thousands? Listen, AJ could fight your man who works the doors across the road and there'd still be thousands there, wouldn't yeah. they? But Will it be 90,000? That's, that's the whole thing. That, yes, mm. that's the question. Mm-hmm. E- 85. Yeah.
1: 85,000, <laughs> mate. Um, I saw something this week regarding uh, Luke Campbell, Mikey Garcia and mandatory situations in uh, the WBC. Um, we've, again, we've just been speaking about Mikey there. Mikey's fighting at 147 pounds now. Yeah. It's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a long time before we see him come back down. We might even see him start to vacate stuff. You know what I mean? What if and no wins? longer fighting. Yeah, if he wins, if, if he wins, wins, he won't be
3: coming back down. Yeah. He yeah. won't be coming back down. I've. I'll be very surprised if we ever see Garcia Lomachenko. I'm very surprised. I mean, hopefully, you know, we do. But um, at some point over the years, but I don't think it. I don't think it will happen. But no. And that's the thing with Luke. Now Luke, he's, he's rightfully earned his shot mm-hmm. at um, at the WBC. With the final minute, last time avenging a good, you know, avenging him a defeat against a good fighter. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think now what's going to happen is Luke's going to fight the number two. Which, I forget his name, Russian. Like, you know, I think I think that's what that's what's going to happen. For the, full time. It's going to be for the interim, all right. Yeah. And then I have no idea, but either for the full time or interim, and they say it's all right, Mikey. I say you you need to make a decision now, what you're doing, and then. But I see it, whatever fight, whether they claim it as an interim or the full, it will be the full no matter what. Because I can't see Garcia coming down to lightweight anytime soon. No, no. it's a long way, that isn't it 147 right down to 135.
1: And listen, it's Mikey Garcia,
2: and he's, he's a champion just, at
3: 140 as well. He's doing it <laughs> to yes. the great, it's phenomenal. Yeah, it's it's sure brilliant really. what he's doing, it's great for the sport. It goes very underappreciated what
2: Mikey Garcia is doing, mm. but you know, don't forget. Roy Jones Jr. did this. He skipped a couple of weight divisions, yeah. went up to heavyweight, won a world title, tried to come back down, and it just completely destroyed him. Yes. Mm. And Mikey Garcia might be thinking the same thing because mm. who's the big fight when he does come back to his natural weight division? Lomachenko, yeah. which is, it's not a way to prepare to fight Lomachenko by moving up two weight divisions yeah. and then skipping back him down him again. Back down, can't yeah. be good for your We've body. So yeah. I, I don't ever see him coming back down to this weight division again. Uh, i see him come back down maybe to 140, but... Um, I think Luke Campbell ends up fighting for a, for a vacant title, for the vacant WBC title, and you know, he probably gets that chance to become world champion at last.
1: Exciting times. Listen, thank you so much for coming in, mate.
3: No, thanks for having us, boys. Honestly, mm. always good to be in my years. Um, Is it Burnley Tuesday night for you? Burnley Tuesday night, of that's course. That's the telling you, that's yeah. the no, one. do that. <laughs> that's the one. Me being it a Blackman be fan, I want like Burnley that. turned over.
2: <laughs> <laughs> get them turned oh, over. Are you a Blackman fan this week? Or are yeah, yeah, yeah. you a Man City fan last week? <laughs> <laughs> Whoever's winning.
1: <laughs> uh, thanks, and Thanks for coming in. No, if you've missed any you. part of uh, Anthony being in the studio, it will be available on our podcast. Make sure you uh, get on there, download it, Fight Night on TalkSport. Stick around because Gareth Davis is out in the States Uh, and he's going to give you a little bit of a rundown on Bellator.